This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. All right, good morning. I'm uh, Pastor Brian. I'm one of the staff pastors here at East Coast Christian Center, and we are on Morning Breath with you. I'm sitting in for Pastor Dan today, and uh, it's my honor to uh, do the show look at a chapter together and uh, see what God breathes on. We're in Exodus. We've been walking through Exodus and Exodus chapter 10 today. Uh, We're going to get into that. I got a couple friends in the studio with us. I got uh, Pastor Christian Hurston across from me. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Excited to be here and going through Exodus. This has been fun. Dude, we get two days in a row. Yeah, this is exciting, getting to hang out together. I know. It's uh, it's rare that I that I do the show much, and then I get two days with you yeah. um, back to back. It's awesome. And tomorrow, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in. It's it's fun time. So It is cool. Um, Reading yeah. the Word together. Yeah, thanks for doing this with us. And uh, we do have Nick Clementson over there on the board doing his thing. Hey thanks, yo. Nick. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And silently in the corner, we have, uh, we have the pilot, um, the chief pilot or some pilot or something, uh, Tom Miller over here, hanging out with us today. We got extra extra friends in the studio as yeah. we record the show. It's fun. It's, it's fun cool to do uh, life together. It is. It's fun to do life and uh, and rub arms or uh, elbows with each other and believe that you know God's into that. That iron sharpens iron, so one man's countenance another is what it says in Proverbs. And yeah. so, getting to do um, a radio show is one part, but getting to do life together and. Um, it's part, I don't know, it's, it's just such a great value being a part of a, a life-giving church. And this is a ministry of East Coast Christian Center. Um, it's, a, it's an honor to look at the Word on a regular basis. I'm going to ask you to maybe tell folks how to get connected to the show and, you know, why, why is this valuable? Like, what's the point? Yeah, absolutely. The easiest way to be able to stay connected is through our app, which is just called the East Coast app. You can find it on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's got a blue background with a white cross. And on there, you can find the schedule of our future reading plans, the past recordings. You can get sermons. Anything we ever talk about for East Coast, events and info, you can find right there. You can also find it on the website at ECCC.us. That's E-C-C-C.us. You can also follow us on all of the socials. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we would love to either email or mail out one of the devotion guides for you so you can stay connected. Yeah, it's a... uh it's a remarkable thing when we get the Word of God in us on a regular basis. Yeah. It's one thing to get the Word for, you know, 30 minutes in a, in a message on a weekend or maybe an hour service or something like that once a week. But when we get into the Word of God on a regular basis, on a daily basis, it will change you. It will um, stir up things in you that are uh, that are healthy and good. And so this show is a way to do that, and hopefully you can connect. If it's not a regular part of your, your life, it could be um, that for you. It could be a devotion for you. And we just read the chapter and see what God breathes on. And so as he breathes on it, we uh, we share what's yeah, not necessarily a message. especially starting you know. your day off too. I know you and I are both big on that. We're kind of early morning people, but yeah. I want to encourage you out there. If you tend to be one who kind of reads your Bible when you go to bed, it's great. I tend to fall asleep with my phone in my hands when I do that. But I love the very first thing I do is I do my devotion before anything else. And it really just puts the right tone on my day and puts God in priority. So we encourage you to do that. So we, we got some cool stuff going on the East Coast here. Is we've got our East Coast Christian University fall semester. It's going to be starting August 6th on Thursday night. It's going to be great. If you've ever considered going back to school, we encourage all believers to do this. Tom Miller over here is actually one of our PhD graduates, Dr. Tom Miller. Very cool. Excited to... He's gone through it. I, I've recently graduated with my BA and working towards my master's. And no matter where you're at in your Christian walk, it's just good to know the word better and to 
kind of put on your full armor, as the Bible says. So sign up on that on our website. You can get all the information or on the app. It's there as well. Yeah, we also have a cool leadership uh, conference coming up that we're going to host here at East Coast Christian Center in Merritt Island, the Parkwood Worship Center, which is a larger of our our buildings here, seats over 600 people. And so we imagine there'll be a couple hundred people maybe that will come to this event. It's a great, like, it is a streamed-in leadership event. Global Leadership Summit is what it's called. It's $79. It's a Thursday and Friday, uh, the first week of August, the 6th and 7th. And so I would encourage you to come, be a part of that. If you're a leader on any level, in any capacity, it will stir up things in you and it will help you. It will help you grow your leadership capacity. You know, there's one thing to be a leader. It's another thing to grow your leadership capacity mm-hmm. so that you can lead more and you can be more effective. And this is a way to do that. Um, that we'll, be have, we'll have social distancing. We provide breakfast and lunch for uh, both days. And so we will do our best to uh, make it, uh, you know, safe environment and, you know, clean and all the things so that you can come and be a part. You might be wondering what in the world a conference, how's that going to look? It will look like everything you can do to be social distance and yeah. um, be safe for you to come and to, to get some great teaching. So that's coming up. Uh, you'd sign up for that on our website, eccc.us forward slash events, and uh, we get you connected and get you plugged in. But let's get into the Word of God, Exodus chapter 10 today. I believe there's 29 verses, yeah. and uh, we'll break it um, after 15. So will you get me started? I'm yeah. in the New Living Translation, by the way. Yeah, New Living for me as well. It's right, a good go. read. All let's right, I must say unto you, read Sah. All right, then the, Lord of, uh, then the Lord said to Moses, return to Pharaoh and make your demands again. I have made him and his officials stubborn so I can display my miraculous signs among them. I've also um, done it so you can tell your children and your grandchildren about how I made a mockery of the Egyptians and about the signs I displayed among them. And so you will know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, this is what the Lord, the God of Hebrews says, how long will you refuse to submit to me? Let my people go so that they can worship me. If you refuse, watch out, for tomorrow I will bring a swarm of locusts on your country. They will cover the land so that you won't be able to see the ground. They will devour what little is left of your crops after the hailstorm, including all the trees growing in the fields. They will overrun They will overrun your palaces and the homes of your officials and all the houses in Egypt. Never in the history of Egypt have your ancestors seen a plague like this one. And with that, Moses turned and left Pharaoh. Pharaoh's officials now came to Pharaoh and, and appealed to him, How long will you let this man hold his hostage? Let the man go to worship the Lord their God. Don't you realize that Egypt lies in ruins? So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh. All right, he told them, Go and worship the Lord your God. But who exactly will be going with you? Moses replied, We will all go, young and old, our sons and daughters, and our flocks and herds. We must all join together in celebrating a festival of the Lord. Pharaoh retorted, the Lord will certainly need to be with you if I let you take your little ones. I can see through your evil plan. Never, only the men may go and worship the Lord, since that is what you requested. And Pharaoh threw them out of the palace. Then the Lord said to Moses, raise your hand over the land of Egypt to bring on the locusts. Let them cover the land and devour every plant that survived the hailstorm. So Moses raises his staff over Egypt, and the Lord caused the east wind to blow over the land all that day and throughout the night. When morning arrived, the east wind had brought the locusts, and the locusts swarmed over the whole land of Egypt, settling in dense swarms from one end of the country to the other. It was the worst locust plague in Egyptian history, and there has never been another like it. For the locusts covered the whole country and darkened the land. They devoured every plant in the field and all the fruit on the trees that had survived the hailstorm. Not a single leaf was left on the trees and plants throughout the land of Egypt. Verse 16, Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron. I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you, he confessed. 
Forgive my sin just this once and plead with the Lord your God to take away this death from me. So Moses left Pharaoh's court and pleaded with the Lord. The Lord responded by shifting the winds and the strong west wind blew the locusts into the Red Sea. Not a single locust remained in all the land of Egypt, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart again. So he refused to let the people go. Then the Lord said to Moses, lift your hand towards heaven and the land of Egypt will be covered with a darkness so thick you can feel it. So Moses lifted his hand to the sky and a deep darkness covered the entire land of Egypt for three days. During all that time, the people could not see each other. No one was moved, but there was light as usual where the people of Israel lived. Finally, Pharaoh called for Moses, go and worship the Lord, he said, but leave your flocks and herds here. You may even take your little ones with you. No, Moses said, you must provide us with animals for sacrifice and burnt offerings to the Lord our God. All our livestock must go with us too. Not a hoof can be left behind. We must choose our sacrifices for the Lord our God from among these animals. And we won't know how we are to worship the Lord until we get there. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart once more, and he would not let them go. Get out of here, Pharaoh shouted at Moses. I'm warning you, never come back to see me again. The day you see my face, you will die. Very well, Moses replied. I will never see your face again. Amen. Amen. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty incredible chapter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a whole lot going in going on in here, and uh, some stubbornness, and some. I mean, there's just there's just a lot there. And um, again, Moses just continues to heed um, the voice of the Lord and just doing yeah, what he's asked steady. to do, and just being faithful to do that. And you know, I I, I don't know. I, I something that stuck out to me as I read the chapter that I'll, I'll just kind of kick us off with is, you know, I just see so much of like of Pharaoh's um, in his stubbornness and in his kind of brokenness. Of of making deals with um with Moses, going hey okay you could do it but leave the kids here yeah. okay you could do it but leave your livestock I get or, my hey, sins this one time yeah, yeah. yeah and you might go well I never do that I never I never play games mm-hmm. like that you know what I think we all could say honestly we've we've tried to make a deal with God plenty of times made a deal with you know with even sin many times oh, I'll just do a little bit of this and just yeah. kind of dabble just a little bit of you know this or that you know and the reality is God wants their worship. God wants his whole heart. He doesn't want part. He doesn't want some. He wants the whole thing. And he wants to be the Lord, our God, right? And so that lordship idea, the concept of God being your Lord, and you're not just your savior, but your Lord, the one who leads you through life, the one that you would surrender your everything to, I would just encourage you today, you know what? It's better in total surrender than just playing the game yep. part way in, you know, part way in, we know just enough to get ourselves hurt. You know, we know just enough of the truth. And, um, you know, I mean, there's, there's some pretty challenging scriptures in the new Testament about, I mean, even the, even the demons believe and tremble, you know, yep. like believing is one thing, but actual surrender and worship and total control of your life and saying, God be the Lord of my life, you know, and, um, we just see so many just deals and playing games. And, you know, I, I mean, we we shared a little bit of it yesterday about you know the the jail time um, confessions and you know you get into a hard spot and of course then you're going to want to try to get out or yeah. you know hey maybe God can break through in this one thing well God wants to break through in every area yeah. in the darkness and when the whole place was dark there was enough light and normal yeah. light over the Israelites that God's people had enough more than enough every time and yet all this nonsense is going on around because Pharaoh was playing games with God basically. And we see, you know what, God's way is so much better. And so, I don't know, I just I just know my own life that many times I've kind of t- just 
dabbled in the, well, I'll give a little bit to God. No, let's just give it all. Let's just be willing to just be boldly. God, I want it. I want it. I want all of you. Let's go 100-100, you know, yeah, and not this 50-50 thing. And yeah. um, I don't know. What, what do we think about all that? So verse 1 is interesting, and it feels a little bit uneasy because it's it says, I have made him and his officials stubborn so I could display my miraculous signs among them, which sounds good. I've also done it so you can tell your children and grandchildren how I made a mockery of the Egyptians and about the signs and displays among them. And so they will know that I'm the Lord. I think it's valuable really for that legacy of the kids and for the children's children to know the power of God. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a big deal is in my life, there's a legacy that I was able to, you know, be brought into with my dad is he didn't come from a great situation. His father served in World War II in Africa, you know, fighting against Rommel and came back with what they didn't know at the time, but strong PTSD. He had gone from being a state champion boxer to becoming like a mockery and a wow. town drunk and even schizophrenic wow. to where he had gone off the edges. And there wasn't a legacy there, but my dad decided getting saved at 20 years old, that's not what I'm gonna give my kids. I'm gonna have a, a legacy that I'm gonna pass on and God, people are gonna see the goodness of God through the acts of the Lord here and we're gonna pass it on. And so. The Bible talks a lot about this is for your children and your children's children, setting aside inheritance, being able to see the faithfulness of God. You and I have talked many times in our lives because things get so busy yeah. is we forget to look back and see yeah. the faithfulness of God. And here in this situation, there's 10 plagues and you're like, man, I wonder if they all kind of blur together. You got the locusts and the frogs and the, the gnats and the darkness and it culminates into the big one, which is coming up but each one had a significance for God to have glory brought to him. And even as crazy as it sounds, it's like, you know, God, God's goodness is going to shine through. Even yeah. in the crazy situation, even as wild as this sounds, it's like he is going to get glory through everything. And in our life today, you know, we're going to see his glory through COVID-19, through the, the social and the racial injustices and the things in the world is that just wait and see it's going to work out to where we're going to see God really, you know, glorified in all of it. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty radical. Um, I mean, for God to say, "Hey, so you can tell your children and your grandchildren about how faithful I've been," or you know, how how I was able to display my goodness. And um, I think about the the value of my kids growing up in a way that um, that they do. They grow up understanding the goodness of God. They get it incredible front row seat to a yeah. lot of ministry, to a lot of um, God's goodness in, a, in our community. And I, I don't want to take that for granted. I don't want to take for granted that 30 plus years, a place called East Coast Christian yeah. Center has been faithful to not do everything perfect. We've not been right every time, but by the grace of God, we've had impact and we continue to have impact through a radio show like this or through weekend services or through youth events or for, um, you know, young adult ministries or, you know, our children's ministry or even our building. We're about to build a building in Vieira that yeah. we, wants to, we wanted to declare the goodness of God. Yep. We wanted to actually say something that people would drive by and go, what is that place? Yeah. What is that about? Now, that doesn't mean lavish. That doesn't mean over the top. That doesn't mean crazy. It doesn't mean that we're, you know, we're out there making a mockery of things all the time, you know, but the scripture here is talking about that there would be a radical difference. Like there'd be such a separation yeah. between, you know, what is slavery and what is freedom, if yeah. you will, right? And so yeah. the picture of freedom and what my kids and my grandchildren by, by the grace of God one day are going to get to see because of, you know, just living for Jesus, just total surrender to God. My life is different. I grew up in an incredible home, incredible family, incredible parents and kids, and we, we are super blessed. But you know, we didn't have this spiritual component to the yep. strength that I that my kids are getting to live out today. Yeah. 
And I've, I've learned now, again, we're not perfect and it doesn't mean that we, you know, we do it all right, but you know what, by the grace of God, they get to see some awesome stuff. They get to see some things. And my prayer is that they would talk about it, that they would share that with their friends that they would share that with their children one day, because I mean, there has been a lot that I've got to experience, but I forget, I've forgotten so much like you shared. I've forgotten so much about the things, um, how, how God healed my daughter. You know, I, I think about, I have a 10 year old daughter that was born and some things were spoken over her at 36 hours of birth that we just stood against. And, you know, we stand today and go, I can't even fathom what that would have looked like, or, you know, what life could have been, or, you know, how it would have been if, if, if the report was differently, right? Mm-hmm. And so our financial breakthroughs or other healings in my wife getting healed, just other things that we've been able to walk through and go, man, look at the goodness of God. And we do know that, because we, we know the rest of the story, we know the rest of the book, we yeah. do know that they testify of these things of how God you know, got them out there's of slavery. There's a whole song that comes and oh. they try to remind her all the time. There's yeah. there's incredible things that we see as because we get the whole picture in the in the scripture that people, they did look back and go, look what God did in getting yeah. us out, how God got us free. And so um, I, I, I do like that. And I like the promise on the front side. Sometimes we forget mm-hmm. to just thank God for the promise that he made. You know, there's a there's a story in the New Testament about some lepers who got healed and, yeah. you know, that only one came back to say thanks, right? Yeah. And, you know, that where are the other nine and what happened to that? And I, I want to be one that's quick to go thank God for what he's done and, yeah. um, and not miss the, it's easy to believe with the promise and then you see breakthrough and you're moving on to the next thing. Yeah. Instead, go, hey, let, let's stop and thank God for what he was able to do, what he has been able to do, what he is doing in this season. And I would say to you today, we, we, I mean, we heard a great message a couple weekends ago um, about the memory, about how quick we are to, to forget things, you know, and uh, let's not forget. Let's be thankful for what God has brought us out of and what he continues to do. And let's speak the word into situations that God is faithful to do it and get yeah. us out. Yeah, I, I thought of another story and we would get to this later on in our readings, but King Josiah was one that the scrolls had been kind of put away and forgotten about. And they had forgotten about what God had done. They just got caught up in life. And we do that when things are good and, you know, your job is normal, the income is steady, it's direct deposited, you're just clicking along, you're working during the week and living for the weekend, you forget. But Josiah was one that he found the scrolls and he's like, read this to me. And they remembered what God had done. And then there was great glory that was brought to him through that. And Take some time as a family. You know, Brian and I are both dads of, you know, kids in the house at this critical age right now is to take some time and just walk back through in your minds and talk at dinner tonight and be like, look at what God did this last year, just to take the time and look and remember. And it's it's an important thing because they're going to still have to get through this. You know, there's some tough times ahead in in this story with Moses and with the children of Israel before it's all finished, but they're going to know God's faithfulness that the Bible says, and I said this yesterday, that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. But when you know proactively beforehand of his faithfulness, you've said this for years and I love it. If it's not good yet, God's not done yet. So you can hold on to that and know that, hey, we're going to get through to the other side. You know, I like verse 7. Um, I, I was thinking as, as um, we're reading here, verse 7 says, Pharaoh's officials now came to um, Pharaoh and appealed to him, how long will you let this man hold his hostage? Mm-hmm. Uh, let the men go and worship. And, um, you know, there's some people, there's some officials here that are talking to Pharaoh. And it just reminded me of the concept of who is who is talking to you? Who are yeah. you listening to? Yeah. I mean, these guys are trying to actually get him out of his stubbornness, going, hey, yeah. how long are you going to make us do this, dude? Like, come on. Egypt's like, in ruins, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, do you, no realize, crops, you like... realize how bad it looks out there? Like. <laughs> Sometimes we're so isolated from reality in our own little heads, in our own little worlds, we need somebody to tell us the truth around us. Yeah. And um, this past weekend, or maybe a week and a half ago now, um, 
we heard a message, Pastor David Gammon preached a message, and he said this thought. He said, you got to have people that love you more than you love you. Yeah. And they can tell you the truth, right? That is a good word. And do we have people, are we willing to open our life up to people around us that love us more than we love ourselves to tell yeah. us the truth and go, hey, you know what? I don't know about that area over there. You know, I noticed we were actually talking right before the show about yeah. about a young guy that, that we're mentoring and, you know, that you sometimes got to have some hard conversation. Yeah. You got to look and you got to go, let me, let me help you see from a different perspective. Different perspective. Let me give yeah. you a 30,000-foot view or a 15,000-foot view or yeah. five feet away view. Just Or 20 years down the road 20 view. 20 years down the road view. Or, hey, I've I've lived this out. I've, I've struggled there before. I've fallen into that trap before. Yeah. Maybe we would actually have people around us. We would open our life up enough to look and to have trusted counselors, people that would like, they would love us and care for us and not just taking shots at you and talking trash to you, but somebody who would love you enough to go, hey, Let's look at this for a minute. Yeah. Can we take a look at that? I mean, are you seeing what's going on? I don't think you see it. Maybe you're a little blind. We all have blind spots. Yeah. You go driving down the road and you forget to look over your shoulder in the blind spot, disaster can happen Absolutely. any second. Yeah. But if we'll have somebody that would go, hey, did you look over there? Hey, take note over here. And if you'll just take a look over here, man, there's there's some good to be had. Let me help you. Let me come alongside. And I'm thankful for better dads than I am that are around me that go, hey, you know what? This can help you become a better dad, a better husband, a better pastor. There are many times in ministry that I have to call someone. I got to phone a friend, you know, yeah. like I got to get on the phone and go, hey, what did you guys do? How did you do this? Churches yeah. that are 60,000 big, we're, yeah. we're like 3,000 big. So like yeah. 20 times as big yeah, as us yeah. going, hey, this is like old half for you. Like, or people that are the same size, churches that are the same size yeah. going, hey, how are you doing this? How are you navigating this right now? Because it sounds like we all got great ideas all the time, but I know myself well enough. I don't have all the great ideas. Yeah. I need help with some yeah. of this stuff. And A so, different perspective too and someone certainly. who's been down. And I think that that's really valuable is that we hear this term a lot and I love it is don't do life alone. Yeah. Especially during this time, there's so much isolation and people cutting themselves off more than ever is be in community. Something that's funny and I think this is kind of an older guy thing, but I know Brian and Tom and I, not Nick, we love Marco Polo. It's just a fun little app old out guys. there, which this is the old guys here that... You know, we shoot each other video messages and I've got guys that I kind of do Bible study with and I'm in connection with that maybe we're not getting together for coffee yeah. every day, but I'm hanging out with a handful of guys every day through videos and connecting and I want you out there to have people in your life don't do life alone. You know, it's one of the greatest forms of torture in the world is isolation. When you yep. put someone in total isolation, the people will actually go crazy. And so find some people around. If you're not doing church in a building right now and you're doing online service, that's great. But find a way to be able to stick connected, either through Zoom, you know, small groups, being able to do something where you're connected. Look up old Marco Polo. It's for the old guys, it seems to be, but I'm teasing. It was hot there for a year or two. And then now it's kind of, it's different. They're like, just use Snapchat. That's what normal kids do. That's funny. But you find some way to be able to be connected and life is better that way. There's no doubt that life is better together than alone and isolated. Yeah. The alone and isolated is a dangerous place to be. We see in, in the New Testament, we see John the Baptist, the, the very guy who recognized Jesus as as who for who he was before yeah. anyone else. Because you know, that's the savior of the world. That that's this Jesus guy, right? Um, just a, a little while later, just days later, yeah. he's in a jail, isolated, alone, and questioning who Jesus All is, right? Yeah. This, what happens in isolation is your head starts getting in the way, honestly, of, of what your heart believes. And so you start thinking, you start overthinking, you start you know, getting critical of stuff, you start looking around, and of any season ever in the history of our world. And, you know, I'm, I'm 43 years old. I haven't lived all that some of you have lived out there, but I know that this is a season where we need connectivity. We need to be 
as connected as we've ever been or could be. And so don't don't run from it. This show is a way that you can stay connected. I actually listened to this show for years before I was ever on staff at East Coast yeah. Christian Center. And it was a way that I built relationship a bit and heard from my pastor and heard, yeah. heard some teaching stuff that really helped me grow up. And so let's get to a break. We'll finish this up after the break. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. Take this year with God at East Coast Christian University to truly understand why and how to continue your destiny and walk with Christ. Earn your associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree. Our instructors are experienced, helpful, and show a genuine love for studying the Word of God. East Coast Christian University is located at 670 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. For more information, our number is 452-1060, extension 131. And our website is eccuequipped.com. Langston Commercial Real Estate, owned by Scott Langston, a senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you the best way to buy, invest, or lease commercial property. 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend, Mike Green and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. East Coast Vieira meets every week at Vieira High School at 9.15 and 10.45 with a high energy and dynamic children's ministry for all ages. East Coast Vieira Youth meets every Sunday night at 6 p.m. For more information or to learn more, our website is vieira.eccc.us. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. All right, so kind of a final thought for you here as we wrap up. Verse 23 says, During all that time, the people could not see each other, and no one moved. But there was light as usual where the people of Israel lived. This is a reminder for us, as Jesus tells us in the Gospels, is that we're called to be light to the world. We're called to be salt. That we're, you never take light and cover it with a basket is especially in this time that we're in where things are dark and they feel hopeless is that we more than ever are called to be a light and to be able to be different to people out there. And they're going to see 
the goodness of God. As the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And God will open up opportunities for them to be like, what is different about you? What's going on? Can you pray for me about this thing? You know, what's going on with that church there? You know, whatever it is, is that he'll open the doors for you. You don't have to force it down someone's throat, but just keep shining as a light to this world. Yeah, and shining that light looks like a lot of different things. I mean, I maybe one of the best things that I know a way to shine the light is to be generous. Like yeah. whether that's generous with your words or that's generous with your finances or generous with your time. You know, there's a difference when you're isolated and alone versus when you have the ability to go and to help somebody. Yeah. I mean, you have neighbors, everyone has neighbors. I mean, you're living next to someone or close proximity to somebody. There's somebody you can love close by that you could be a beacon of hope. You could be a light to their darkness, whatever their darkness may be. We see a lot of different darkness things. Let's go be a light today. God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning into the show. Thanks, Christian. Thanks guys for being here. Bless y'all. Have a great day. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.